This podcast is brought to you by Men's Tea Clinic. Men's Tea Clinic is the team I trust with my total wellness optimization, and so should you. Five DFW locations with North Frisco, El Dorado Parkway at Dallas North Tollway now open. Call 972-GO-MEN'S-TEA or visit mensteaclinic.com. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Can't see Masterpiece right here on 105.3 The Fan. It's going to be a big hour. Cowboys thank you notes to kick it off 877-881-1053. And then don't forget, once we hit the lunch rush and into the expressway, we will give away tickets for the Cowboys Thanksgiving game against the Giants. So that is huge right there. When the Cowboys win the Super Bowl this year, will Micah Parsons be the MVP? It's really tough to be a defensive MVP. It happens. But do you feel like Micah Parsons or Dak Prescott or Tony Pollard is the MVP of the Super Bowl? It'll be Dak. I think it'll be Dak for sure. Um, Micah will probably be the best player on the field, but Dak will have some uh, like throws that are dimes. If that yesterday like, was the Super Bowl Mike, and the Cowboys Dak. won, Dak would have won the MVP. Actually, I think, think so. Dak over what Pollard? About Pollard? I, I think Dak, <clears throat> that would have been the highest – uh, completion percentage in the history of the Super Bowl. Okay. So I believe he would have gotten it. You're a Super Bowl. Wow. Or like the second highest. So I think he would have gotten really, it. We did ask the really question a while. We asked not, the question a while back. Not, though. Yeah, what, I don't, not, what, not what I was shooting for. <laughs> it seems like you're more against Tony Pollard than the Joneses. Um, oh my gosh. The, um, the one thing we were asking for a while because it seemed like this team was taking on Micah Parsons' personality and I asked this question and I still believe this is would you rather have the team take on the, his personality or Dax? And a lot of people said Micah. A lot of people were saying Micah. And then Steven today says that both Dak and Micah were holding the team accountable during practice. They were talking the talk, and they were walking it, and then they had that perfect perfection game that Mike calls it. Yeah. And I'm wondering, Kevin, if like Dak is Superman and Mike is Batman, you know, in the in the situation where, as the Justice League, they Don't play they well. Hate each other, and well, one killed one, and then had to bring it back to life. But as a, a team, DC bias right there. But as a team, they're very good together. All right, so I guess Dak is Captain America. Uh, sorry, Roger Staubach. And uh, and then oh. Micah is Hulk's. I don't know. Or like you just took a huge shot. I think <laughs> yeah. oh, not, once you said it, you realize the shot you just took. <laughs> and then Micah, like the, as a as a pair of leaders, they they work really well together because you have this this really good PC version of Dak Prescott, who is like I said, Captain America, he's yeah. Superman. And then Micah, who's just like, no, whatever it takes to win. I'm going to bite your ankle uh, or I'm going to bite your kneecaps off. Whatever it is, like, that's how I feel Micah is. But there's a little more, you know, a little more to it. By the way, Micah Parsons will join us on the KNC Masterpiece during Peace-a-thon. Wow. And we have a Micah Parsons autograph, matte black helmet to roll out there as that well. That might be my favorite item. I wonder else. if Kirk Cousins is going to. Get, get that. You know what? I'm glad that you said that. So we're going to kick off Cowboys thank you notes, and I'm going to go ahead and throw a thank you to Kirk Cousins. Oh, man. You're taking part of mine. Do you want to go first? You no, go no. first. 
Kirk, you go first. You're Kirk, the best. Kirk Cousins is now two and nine against the Cowboys in his career. His most losses against a single opponent. And also, thank you to Kirk Cousins for not throwing a touchdown pass. He had the longest streak in the NFL actively at 38 straight games. No more. So I will pile on and I will say thank you to the Vikings left tackle who shouldn't be in the (laughs) NFL. But I'd like to thank you for playing yesterday uh, because you were pathetic. Now, part of that is Romo kept saying, you just wait. He's going to be good. Give him some time. Yeah, he probably thought the same thing about Chaz Green. That's a great point. Is Kirk Cousins got sacked a career high seven times, and it was the first time in 14 seasons that the Cowboys had seven sacks in a game. The first time in 17 seasons? 14. 14 seasons? So not as good, but still good. Yeah, I mean, we can let, let's do even more sacks in the next game. Yeah. And be like, hey, look, in the first time in e- ever. That the Cowboys have had two back-to-back games with that Look, many sacks. I'll go ahead and concede. If you sack quarterbacks going forward the most they've ever been sacked in a single game, you will win the Super Bowl. I'll go ahead and guarantee that. Because seven sacks was the most that Kirk Cousins had ever suffered. So that's how we'll start with those thank you notes right there. Yeah. Sounds good. I do want to thank, since we're not thanking Vikings anymore, I do want to thank uh, Micah Parsons starting that game. I mean, the the place was electric in Minnesota, and I'm sure there were cowboy down fans horn there. Is terrifying, right? But I mean, for him to get that sack, cause the fumble, and for the Cowboys to get the ball, I think it was a 29 yard line. I'm not 100 percent sure, but they kicked a field goal. Right, Dalton Schultz catch the ball. Um, is that was just such a tone setter? So just thanks to Micah Parsons, you know, using terms like disgusted with the way that they performed in Green Bay and giving away that victory up 28-14. to 14, And he immediately, third play of the game, says, it ain't happening. We're coming here to kick your butt. Somebody texted in and said, I thought pass rush was a privilege. And the privilege was you got to be able to stop the run. Do you feel like the Cowboys were effective at stop at limiting them from running the ball i do in the downs that mattered because like i've usually it cooks stats on the whole you're six like, and a half. Oh yeah what a game he had and you're like yeah but when it push came to shove they couldn't move the ball by running it yeah and then the game was out of reach when steven yesterday or today said complimentary like the perfect version of complimentary the fact that your team was up 23 to 3 in the second quarter Kevin, like that means if y'all want to keep running the ball, you can try. But we did, we figured out how to limit you. And again, 11 carries. The Minnesota Vikings gave up on it. They were like, what's the use in it at this point? We got to catch up. We got to score points. When the Cowboys are at their best is whenever they have scored the, the amount of points early in a game to make other teams chase you. And now your defense can go pin its ears back and run. And that's, Kevin, that's what their perfect version of complimentary football is, which does concern me in the games, in the playoffs, whenever things are a lot tighter and there's a a thinner margin of error. I do want to say to that point, since Tony Romo was calling the game, this is where Dak and Tony, to me, are totally opposite. It almost felt like when Tony was down was when he was most magical because the risk-reward factor was there for the type of football he loved playing. When you're up by 10, 15, 20 points, you're like, Tony, 
we're up by so many. Why are you getting so aggressive right now? We just need to run off the last 10 minutes here and you win the game. And he's like, I can't play that way. I have to play like I'm down by 10 or more almost all the time. And I feel like Dak really does play well with the lead. I know you're up 28 to 14 and you lost the game in Green Bay, but I do think Dak is very good at playing with the lead. Yeah, no, I, I would I would be inclined to agree with that as well. I'm going to go ahead and fire off cut number seven, if we can, from the highlights. Cut seven from the highlights because I want to thank Dak Prescott and Tony Pollard for making sure that this game wouldn't matter in the second half. Scoreboard says third, third and 15. That's third and 15. It is, it is third and 15 because they lost yardage on two straight plays. And the crowd has gone double bunkers. <laughs> Snap back to Prescott. He's got a lot of time. Deep down the right side. Oh, it's caught at the 45, 40, Pollard, 20, 10, Pollard. Uncle, 68 to Tony Pollard on third and 15. Good night, nurse. And, and that is kind of how I felt because everybody was like, hey, Vikings overcame a 17-point deficit where the Vikings are three and one in games they've trailed by double digits. And I was like, oh no, is this what's going to happen again? And then that play right there, you're like, not even close. Yeah. This game is over. Yeah, that was pretty freaking awesome right there. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, it just made me think we should do that more. Yeah, and we should draw that play up all the time. We shouldn't do the play that we did before that. And that's called wide receiver screen. That is the only thing that went really wrong all game for the Cowboys is wide receiver screen. Whoever Michael Gallup was supposed to block, he's like, I ain't blocking him. Yeah. I think he was trying. He just couldn't. From the 214. Thank you to the Minnesota Hornblower for keeping quiet yesterday. <laughs> From the 682, thank you, Matt Black, for signing your helmet for peace. It's not. <laughs> the Matt Black is a style of 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 of, of texture on the on there. It's like uh, eggshell or or silk. Uh, it's oh. just a it's just a, a style of texture on the helmet. Micah Parsons autographed it. Oh, with yeah. Matt Black. Not with no. There is no. <laughs> there's no Matt Black. All right. There is no oh, Matt Black. I play with a Matt Blank. He's from uh, Arlington Martin. Okay, well, one that state is not, that's Blank. That is not Black. Definitely not the same. And you know how many people are about to text it and be like, excuse me, Hi. my name is Matt Black. <laughs> I bet there's 2,000 people in this world alive today that are named Matt Black. I 100% but agree with you. Matt or Black Matthew. did not autograph this Matt Black okay. helmet. It was Micah that autographed a helmet. Yeah. This is Black. Okay. Then if we were to find a helmet that's Micah, we'll get Matt Black to sign that one. I don't gotcha. even know Matt Black. Gotcha. Why would I want Matt Black to do this? That's a fair I wonder claim. if Matt Black is a dull person. For sure. And they named it after him. Absolutely. <laughs> is I want to once again thank the third down offense because holy crap. Like when they were putting this game away, eight for ten on third down in the first half. And then that clip we just played. That was a third down play as well. They were 12 of 17 on third down for the game. 70.6%. If you hit 50% in a game, I feel pretty good that you're going to win that game. 70%, that's crazy. I would like to thank C.D. Lamb for, I know it wasn't the biggest game out of him because he was like, let's let Tony Pollard have a huge game. But that <laughs> I appreciate that, that catch well. that he had on oh. the sideline was freaking awesome. And it set up the field goal. Or was it a catch? Even though it was a catch. Because they took 25 minutes yeah. to decide. <laughs> Ask me five minutes later to review. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you literally had five minutes. Hey, we asked to review that. I, oh, 
well, we already kicked the next field goal. They're like, no, 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 no. Let's let's go back. And there was a timeout call. Yes. Like, (laughs) did nobody do anything during the timeout? They're like, timeout for us, too. Like, that's what I think (laughs) is the replay fever. Like, I think there's a good chance the guy was already into the halftime spread. And then realized I might have to do my job yeah. because I think people are saying there was something that could have happened and he hit the button way <laughs> late, but he was like, the spread is good and I want to eat, but all right, I'll do my job. Was he already eat? He already had his plate full? Yes, I think, he, okay. I, think, I, think he, I think he had his plate. He like took a bite of his food because he thought it was going to go to halftime. I think most people thought, oh, you know, oh, yeah. the Cowboys are up 17 to 3. What was the score? 20, 20, yeah, yeah. 20 to 3. 20, 20 to, to 3. 3. Yeah, so 20 to 3, and there's little time left, and they're probably like, ah, oh, the Cowboys aren't going to go for it. Let me beat the, the line, <laughs> and I'm going to go get my spread. Mm-hmm. And then it ended up that he actually had a job to do and was late to the party because he had just sat down with his meal and realized he had to look at something. Yeah, what are they like? What is he going to do? Kick that 60-yard field goal? My ass. And then he made it, and he's like, oh, crap. He went and got himself some tater tot hot dish. Yeah. What? Is that a, is that a thing? Yeah. That's oh, like man. The, is that the Minnesota's That's like the cuisine? casserole. God, like we're talking to Mr. Minnesota yeah. right here. Tater tot hot dish. That's what everybody likes. What is tater tot hot dish? It's basically a casserole, but it's like. Okay, tell me what's in it. There, well, there's tater tots <laughs> and you can have like green beans and it's just a bunch of other stuff mixed in. I don't know quite like what's in it. Cream of mushroom but or it's something? Good. Yeah. I've, but yeah, it's just like kind of any normal casserole, but they call it tater tot hot dish. Mike's going to be looking this up. I'm going to go look it up because that was not a good explanation. All right. Look at that. Inside Minnesotan information. I have some Minnesota questions. From the 817. Thank you, Cooper Rush, for closing out the game. No, absolutely. And from the 214. How's the NFL going to try to ice Brett Maher like that? And guess what? Didn't make a lick of difference. Mm -mm. And Brett Maher, thank you very much and happy birthday. He is the first Cowboys kicker ever with three field goals of 50-plus yards in a game. He also now has twice as many 60-plus yard field goals made as any kicker in the history of football. Really? He has four. No one else has more than two. 60-yarders? That's right. Wow, and he did... Do you add the one that he nah, made? No, he didn't get credit for that. That'd be five. So it's five. I agree with you. I always agree. But then if he'd have made that one, he wouldn't have the other one. But he's Look, done it, dude. Corey, you know how this works. I only count the good thing that uh-huh. didn't work out for us. You never count the bad thing that didn't work out for you because you're like, that didn't count. Like when Dez caught it. Yeah, we got Nelson screwed. And, but I ignore what happened in Detroit. Remember game No, six. shut up. I remember what happened We're out of time, but a traditional tater tot hot dish is made with ground beef mixed with frozen veggies, usually corn and green beans. Use whatever frozen or leftover veggies you have on hand, like black beans, peas, or broccoli. It's leftover surprise. Just toss it all in that there. That's what it is. Yeah. Well, it's cold up there. No one wants to. That's no a great point. Some uh, hot. Here it is. Yeah. Surprise. We're the KNC Masterpiece right here on 105.3 The Fan. Coming up next, it's time for the lunch rush where we will give away tickets to Cowboys Giants on Thanksgiving. Plus, we'll go around the NFC East. They might be Giants or just a particle, man. We'll do it next right here on The Fan. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours 
and great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. If you're looking to buy a brand new car, you need to look no further than Platinum Chevrolet. My family, on the advice of the Majors family, checked out Platinum Chevy when I was looking for a new car three years ago. Well, guess what? Now we have bought not one, not two, but three cars at Platinum Chevy in the last three years. Love the people, the prices, the selection, everything about Platinum Chevy and Platinum Chevrolet, PlatinumChevyTexas.com. Yeah, man, absolutely, Universe, man. This is one of those things that I really do. I'm really a big fan of what they do over at Platinum Chevy all the time. You can uh, reach out to GM Justin Rudd, and his entire team will be ready and prepared to get you the best possible deal. And I want you to go right now and get one of these great deals that they got going on in the Silverado, the Equinox, the Traverse, so many more. What's great is you can go online and check out what they have on the website and then you know what the inventory is looking like. And on top of that, you see the price? That's the price you're going to pay. It's not going to be one of those, hey, we got dealer ads and some other things like that. The price you see online, that's the price you're going to pay. So shop online and let them deliver your new Chevrolet. Visit PlatinumChevyTexas.com and drive a little further to save a lot more. Chevrolet, find new roads. Hurts will run. Takes it in. Touchdown! Nothing in front of him except the end zone. And the Eagles are an extra point away from taking the lead. KNC Masterpiece back here on 105.3 The Fan. And again, Corey, you have the heavy burden to carry when we will give these tickets away. But we'll start by going around the NFC East. And were you proud of me for my tease? They might be giants or just a particle man. Man, that's that's very good. And there's part of me that really wanted to just be like, no. But no. I loved that song whenever I saw it. Was it the Tiny, Tiny Tunes? Tunes. I right. loved when I saw that video, and just it, it's a very nostalgic memory for me. I don't know, Mike. Why do you think the government is listening to everything nope. we say? Nope. Because I'm just sitting here listening to you guys talk, getting ready for uh-huh. around the NFC East. And my phone starts recording everything you two guys are saying. What? And it does it all the time. Oh, yeah. Randomly, uh-huh. all the time, mm-hmm. it'll just start, my phone will be on, and it'll just start going, like, recording. 
And I'm like, why? Why are you recording me? Or why are you what recording? What kind of phone do you have? Samsung Galaxy. Oh, man, I have a Samsung something. Galaxy too. Mine never does that. Oh, my yeah. iPhone never just automatically starts recording. Maybe I just trust my iPhone no, more. I was going to say, you just think it doesn't record. <laughs> it 100% does. All right. It's time to go around the entire NFC East. I'm going to start with a general NFC fun fact for you to know. Going into Thanksgiving, everybody in the NFC East has a better than 500 record. To end the 2020 season, nobody in the NFC East even had a 500 record. Really? Isn't that crazy? And to start this year, nobody had lower than a 500 record. That is a great point. And no one thought we would be here. No. No is, chance. This is a lot of fun, actually. If I told you the commanders are 6-5, and five, you'd be like, my ass. And then I told you also they'll be in last place. You'd be like, what? What happened to the rest of the NFL? Did they stop existing? No, I would I would say if they <laughs> that they stop existing. This is this is strange the way that it looks right now. But I would not have believed that the Eagles would be nine and one by any way. Like I would sure. have felt that they would have been somewhere maybe the Cowboys would be eight and two. Uh and then the Eagles would be kind of like right behind them. But obviously the DAC injury really changed that. And this is a this is a really fun. I kind of like the idea that maybe Taylor Heineke can get that team into the playoffs, and we get to watch an entire NFC East playoff run. The Washington Commanders have the seventh best record in the NFC, or in and are in fourth place in the <laughs> NFC East. And if the 49ers lose tonight, they will have the sixth best record in the NFC and still be in fourth place. Who are the Niners playing? The Cardinals tonight. Mexico City. There's no way they lose that game. No I way. I think they're favored by 10 now. Dude, oh. there was so much Call of Duty this weekend. Okay. But he's already out anyway, so he already quit. Oh, yeah, yeah. He's, yeah, he's okay. stopped. So I need another bye week. Do you want to go with the Eagles, the Giants, the Commanders, or the Dallas Cowboys? Well, I mean, the Eagles led by the greatest quarterback in the history of football who put up 17 whole points. Uh, let's go with them. Jalen Hurts with the eight-yard touchdown run with one minute and 20 seconds remaining. Give the Eagles the... 17-16 win over the Colts. They were trailing 13-3 to in the first quarter, or excuse me, in the fourth quarter. And then Hurts threw a touchdown and then obviously ran for the touchdown to get them the win. He has 21 career rushing touchdowns, surpassing Kyler Murray for the third most by a quarterback in the first three years of his career, behind only Josh Allen and Cam Newton. Wow. Um, he is the greatest. The uh, best third. There, there's two things here. One, two, one, four. Sirianni, Sirianni has passed the Buddy Ryan hate for me. Did you see him jumped going, up and he was like, "Hey, we beat a crappy team." He's already done this to team. the Cowboys after yeah. he beat after he beat the Cowboys with the f them f you uh, situation. But on top of that, he did that with the Colts. How old are you? Who just texted that? Text back in the Buddy Ryan hate. Yeah. Um. The other part is. Did you watch Linvale Johnson and Dominican Sue? Because they were pretty good. They combined for a sack at one point, which I felt like, come on. <laughs> what, are, what are we doing? Who needs that? Yeah, like, be careful, those, bro. They're the, good. The two guys they picked, they combined on the same sack. And I was like, get the F out of and here. And they played a lot of game a lot of the, the a lot of time during that game because they're good. Yeah. Uh and and Kevin, I I've already reached out to a couple people on this, and they're like, yeah, they played very well yesterday. Now, 
the Colts, the Colts had a terrible offensive line for most of the season, so that could be another factor. So let's uh, let's you know pump the brakes just to scotch. Okay, but they're good now. It looked like for most of the day, it did look like the Eagles were going to lose, and man, if they would have, holy cow, you would control your destiny once again for that division. The Eagles, when trailing by ten or more points going into the fourth quarter, had not won a game since two thousand and ten. They had lost. 41 straight games in this scenario before yesterday. Wow. Can we get them to lose a new one, another one soon? I mean, you look at these last two games. I got a segment for you tomorrow or Wednesday. I think there's something happening with Philadelphia that I'm intrigued Cause by. Because I'm totally in on the idea of being able to control your destiny late in the season. Yep. Uh, and say, you know what, we're going to take this division back. No, Absolutely. And by the way, the Eagles fell behind because they allowed the Colts to score their first opening drive touchdown since Christmas of last year. Oh, yeah. but then We all knew that was going to happen. I would not have predicted that. Good on you uh-huh. for knowing that. I would not have predicted that. All right. You want to move to the Giants? Oh, real quick, Kevin, from the 214. Sirianni is a total tool bag. So they just wanted to throw that out there. I, I think I agree, I agree. with that. And I think that he needs to be put down, as in, whoa, well, like you know, beat, and then, but hum- not, yeah. he needs to be humbled, not like say, a, not like an, yeah. like an animal, <laughs> yeah. Sirianni reminds me of a spoiled toddler. He needs to be humbled. Who okay. has more toys than other toddlers and loves to rub it in. And so you you got a good point. He has all these things. You let him be humbled in some way, shape, or form. I like that. I will say, Buddy Ryan irks me more because as a child looking at Tom Landry as the great Tom Landry and a fake kneel down as the clock was expiring to rub it in the Cowboys and then head hunting paying I mean people got suspended for this years later but Buddy Ryan actually was like I'll give you guys bonuses for however many Cowboys you can pretty much kill you guys want to go commanders Cowboys or Giants Cowboys Cowboys we're in second again back in the number two So, a bunch of positive stuff coming out of that game. Tony Pollard, first running back in Cowboys history with two touchdown receptions of 30 yards or more in the same game. Let's go to the second quarter where they outgained the Vikings 156 yards to 19 yards. You're going to win those games. Yeah. Most of the time. Most of the time. You never know. Yeah, every once in a while you're going to have that moment where you're like, what? That's a good point. It, at least it paid off in this game. And you brought up Micah Parsons. He will be on our show on Wednesday. Can't wait. Because he loves charity. He loves charity. He does. On Friday, Micah Parsons helped organize a giveaway that included 1,000 turkeys being distributed to local families in need. He provided and pulled together the resources, and then Salvation Army was part of it. So was Osa Digizua. And they all worked together. They gave out a thousand turkeys to local families in need. Really, that's so cool. Yeah, that is, dude. This is, I know a lot of people like have like Cam Newton kind of went in a lot of different directions. That was something he did some great stuff. He there did too, absolutely. And I always like to hear those stories of it, man. All right, you guys want to go with the Giants or the Commanders? Giants are in third place now. I mean, I, yes, Mike gets to choose because okay. I always screw this up. Okay. Don't forget, Corey, you still wield the power. Is I've got the power. For the Giants, one positive for them, I know it was tough yesterday, 
is Andrew Thomas tops in the league as most valuable offensive tackle per the war system that PFF has in place. Lane Johnson is number four on that list. By the way, didn't make a big bit of difference. Christian Derrissaw is third on that list. I know he got hurt, but even before that, the Cowboys were winning at the line of scrimmage. Now, it was a tough day for the Lions is not only did they lose, the injuries continue to pile up. Dory Jackson has suffered a sprain MCL. He will be out three to five weeks. The injury occurred when he was returning a punt. And the Giants have a plethora of injury issues going into Thursday's game against the Cowboys. The Giants also allowed Jamal Williams for the Lions to have a career-high three touchdowns. And then Aiden Hutchinson had an interception and a fumble recovery. Lions win 31-18. to Wow. Look at how impressive the Giants were for a little bit, Kevin. Winning these close games, and now the injuries happen. Can they can they be Man, able to be back up in it? I'm glad that you said that because they were 5-1 and one in games. Well, I guess they still are 5-1 and one in games decided by seven points or fewer because this loss was by more than that. And their biggest win is by eight points. So I know there are some folks who believe there's smoke and mirrors happening with the Giants. And meanwhile, the Detroit Lions are now in second place of the craptacular NFC North at four and six now that they've won three games in a row. Think about it. The Lions are in second place in that division. They would be a game and a half out of last place or out of next to last place in the NFC East. Wow. No no division can compete with the NFC East. AFC East is pretty good, but they're about to have to bench one of their quarterbacks. We'll talk more about Josh that Allen. Tuesday or Wednesday. Probably probably not him. Speaking of benching quarterbacks. Let's give something away! 877-881-1053. Caller number 10. I said it now! We'll win a pair of party passes to go see the Cowboys play the Giants Thanksgiving oh day at AT&T Stadium, oh. courtesy of Miller Lite. These tickets are hard to get on the secondary market right now. Caller number 10, 877-881-1053 will win a pair of party passes to the Thanksgiving game, courtesy of Miller Lite. Now, are you ready to go back to the commanders? I know that was a very, that was a big adrenaline. That was big adrenaline right there. I got adrenaline. Okay. How about Broadus last week saying, hey, I think maybe the Commandos are better than the Giants, and it surely played out on Sunday. Man, did it ever. Did you see former Dallas Cowboy John Ridgway drop a power bomb on Damian Pierce? Yes. It was incredible. Did he get flagged for that, yes, though? Yes, like, he not, did. You can't do that. He got flagged for necessary roughness as he picked... Damian Pierce up and flipped him over in almost a powerbomb-esque move. It was amazing. Who's the power bomber of the WWFE? Uh, no, Psycho Sid used to do that. Vader, Diesel. Diesel okay. might have been somebody you saw. So essentially, he, after he did it, did he do the thing like Hulk and he went to each side and like <laughs> went around and like give me your crowd noise? He now. did not, not so much, but. This is somebody who was on our team, and they just power bomb slash suplex somebody, and it was terribly incredible. Now so that's the one that everybody says you, the Cowboys will kind of regret. Regret that. that. Even, and I don't know this to have person. Have Dak in meetings. 
That's what they did it. Who is number 33 on the Cowboys that Tony Romo was talking about? Going to be like a stud from LSU who wore number 18? Uh, Clark. Yeah. Like, is Jamon he? Clark. Why? Clark. Why? Am, am I just in the dark here? How come I haven't heard more about him he until had, this last game? He had spinal fusion surgery in the offseason. In, okay, like, February. Yeah, and okay. so, and he, like, and is now playing football. Like, So this fat. is going to be one of our future linebackers. I know he's a now guy. He would have been at least a second-round pick. So if, this is our kind of steal, possibly, yeah. if he's healthy? If he can remain healthy, yeah, Mike. Okay, sorry, because really you're talking about Ridgeway, and then I just oh, yeah. remembered, oh, yeah, Clark is some late-round guy that – I didn't know anything about, and then all of a sudden, it's 33s out there, and they had a whole back out there on the football talk field. About him. Now, let's talk about a draft pick who is going nowhere fast, Chase Young. So check this out. The thought was that he was going to be active for that Houston game. They did not put him on the active roster. The commanders now have until Wednesday to activate Chase Young to the roster, or he cannot play this season. He's the Cody Bellinger of football. Oh, man, in terms of that MVP-type yeah, season. Yeah, like what happened? Like, you were so great your rookie year. Everybody thought this was going to be the next great defensive player in the NFL, and now he didn't play that well last year before he got hurt, and now he just can't get back on the field. Yeah, they don't even want to put him on the active roster. Now they have until Wednesday to make that decision. Bummer news for the Commanders. They put running back J.D. McKissick on injured reserve, ending his season due to a neck injury that will require a few months of rehab. But what matters the most for the Commanders right now is the play of Taylor Heineke. I saw some dumb articles that said Carson Wentz was benched for the rest of the season, and I was like, that is not what happened at all. Is They said Taylor Heineke will be their starting quarterback until performance dictates otherwise. So, like, he's the dude as long as he keeps playing well, and he has been playing well. As evidence, they beat the Texans 23-10, to and so now they're up to 6-5, and five, and they have won two straight. But he could still be benched at some point. We'll see. But Taylor Heineke, they were like, that's our dude going forward for now. Good. We own Taylor Heineke. You remember last year, dude? Oh, yeah. We ate his lunch. Dak owns wait. the East. Yeah. It's very true. Yeah, only Cooper Rush loses to the East. Do you think <laughs> Do you think Dak will win out the rest of the way against the East? The yes. last game will be tough on Christmas Eve. They might play Washington. I, I can't remember exactly. I just know Christmas Eve is the Philly game. But I think they win pretty easily on Thanksgiving by 10 or more points. Uh, Washington, they win by 10 or more points, and the Philly game will be a battle. I can see him winning that one. So, yeah, you know what? Yeah, went out. Uh, yeah, I think uh, they, they have the Eagles on Christmas Eve, and then they have Washington the last game, January yeah. 8th. Uh, and they could, you know, really dominate the Titans. Like, that. that's a fun – that game's going to be fun. That could decide some things there, yeah. too, because you beat the Eagles, it doesn't necessarily mean you're done. You know, you you still have the, a Titans team that I don't love. I mean, the Titans are 7-3, and three and nobody seems to give a crap. Because they're the Titans, dude. I know. It's just – it's. I don't know, man. Like, I can't explain That's going to be a Tennessee. tough game. I, I do think it's going to be a tough game. I don't think the Titans game is going to be an easy game. Look, my, my phone's recording us again. Man, that is super weird. I You can see it, right? Yeah, no, I've I not touched the phone no. at all. It just starts recording what we say. I can absolutely see it. By the way, I want to throw out one more quick note for you is Make it uh, two quick notes. 
Okay, I'll see what I can do. Make it three. Dallas, oh man, Dallas Goddard was placed on injured reserve with a shoulder injury, but they said he will be back at some point this season. So, like, as you're tracking the Eagles, they said he will be back. It could be with two games left, three games. They're not entirely sure, but they do predict that he will be back at some point this season. Where the KNC, is that okay? I know that was only one factoid. Do you need another Don't worry. one? I got stuff for you. I am you. so invested in this soccer game united states men's national top soccer team game so match. i can't wait against wales yeah i can't wait for how do they get the whales a on week the from it's now. not they're not actual whales that is not what's happening all right for now. soccer fans to tell me how three or four years from now all the 16 to 20 year olds in the united states are going to lead us somewhere what whale would you put in the net though <sighs> definitely a humpback humpback that's the, the biggest blue whale. one or is it the blue whale which one's the biggest the blue, I think. I think I see the direction you were trying to go. Is it's time for Mike likes it. All right, we're sticking with around the NFL right now. Okay. We're gonna go NFC. You just did NFC East, but we're gonna go NFC. I didn't warn you guys, but you might want to pull up the standings real quick. Okay. I, I got want it. you guys, before we do the power rank, the power rankings on Wednesday, I want you guys. To give me your top four teams in order from the NFC. Oh. So take out Kansas City and all that. I need to know right now. Obviously, Philly's in the mix. Dallas is in the mix. We just saw Minnesota. I want to know you rank right now your four teams in order of the best to the fourth best in the NFC. This is weird. Who wants to go first? Because I have the Vikings as the worst team in the NFC right now. Well, after what happened yesterday. Just the top four. <laughs> All please. of that? Oh, but my god! The Eagles and Cowboys won two. All right, so you have... Agreed. Eagles, Cowboys, okay, so you guys both agree. Check, check. Seahawks, three. Seahawks, three. Let's see if Kevin agrees, if this is going to be a great segment where Kevin just agrees. Who are you, Ed McMahon? I'm going to go... I hate myself for this. I'm going to go Tampa, three. All right. It's a ta- it. it's the Tampa two, Kevin. It's not yeah. Ever, I, I can't. There's no the way three. I can go that high. Corey, who's the fourth best team in the NFC right I, now? Here's the thing. I think it has to be the Vikings. That's right. what I'll say. But I only because of the injuries to the Giants. If the Giants were healthy right now, I would have the Giants in over the Vikings. But I'm gonna have to say the the Vikings right now. Could tonight's game? Could the 49ers change y'all's mind at all about being oh, a top four team? Change my mind. 49ers number four. Actually, it changed my mind. 49ers three, Tampa four. They can. Absolutely. Tonight could definitely. Like, yeah. If I see that they're clicking with Christian McCaffrey and everything's going well, healthy Debo has to happen too. Like they definitely need a healthy Debo Samuel. That's why I know, I know it's not likely, but I would love to see Arizona win this game. Like... Get rid of San Francisco. That is a matchup. Like we were talking about, maybe the Cowboys are just a good matchup for the Vikings. Get rid of San Francisco. I do not want to see that game. So I'll say San Francisco third. So you have, Kevin, you have Philly one, Dallas two, 49ers three, Tampa Tampa Bay four. four. And Corey, you have Eagles one, Cowboys two, the same. Then you have Seahawks three, Minnesota four. Yep. And, and I could move the Niners. I could move the Niners into three very quickly. And and I get it. It's just the two games. Minnesota's no, no, I, still eight and two, which is incredible. They've lost those two games by a combined fifty four points. Like that's that's a lot. I'll follow up just a little bit of a tease. What do you think then? To uh, 
tomorrow when Mike asks all the football oh, okay. questions because I do like this conversation. I think there's a lot more in this conversation. Yeah. I I hate doing this because I'm going to be wrong. I'll admit I'm completely wrong on the Mavericks. They're they're not a they're not a NBA title contender at all and won't be this year. Why? What happened? <laughs> I think what I want to put the Cowboys at number one. Oh my gosh! Over the Mavs? Over no, the Eagles? He's, he's saying over the Eagles, but I watched the Eagles play yesterday. They didn't play well, even though Charles Davis thought that was the greatest quarterback performance he's ever seen of seventeen whole points. Um, is, Man, that's just irritating you today. It is. I couldn't believe it when he said it. I'm like, dude, just say that was a great drive or a great finish or or. But you can't say, oh, my God, did you watch Jalen Hurts play today? I did. I don't have red zone. I watched that game. I flipped over a little bit to the Giants game, but it wasn't very entertaining because they were getting shellacked. So I watched quite a bit of the Eagles game because it looked like they were going to lose for most of the game. Right. And at no point did I go, boy, they're losing, but this Jalen Hurts might be the best quarterback I've ever seen (laughs) as he's put up 10 whole points. Hell, it was... Was it late third or early fourth, right around there where he got to 10 points in the game? And I'm like, how in the world, Charles Davis, are you watching this game? You can say Jalen Hurts has had a great year. Jalen Hurts is an MVP quarterback. But you can't do that game and talk about Jalen Hurts being great in this game. You can only talk about the last drive being a great clutch drive to win the game. All right. So I just wonder, maybe tomorrow a little bit more when Mike asks the football questions. I'll just tease one of the football questions for tomorrow. How much better are the Eagles than the Cowboys if you have the Eagles ranked number one? Do not answer that right now. I think that's a great tease for tomorrow. A lot better. He just said don't answer it. All right. I'll have a different answer. I'm going to go away from football for a second here, and maybe I go back to it. This is a big week for the KNC Masterpiece. Obviously, Wednesday starting at 5.30 a.m., it is the Pizza-Thon with pizza at some point, I believe, yes. from Blaze Pizza. That They're going to provide some pizza Ash, for us, which is, is great. For pizza okay, but it is Pizza-Thon where we go 13 and a half straight hours, and our goal is to raise over $50,000 for my possibilities. Correct. Is that correct? I still think that is achievable. So that is going to be really fun. It is long. It is at times you kind of run into lulls like, oh, I'm a little bit tired. Then all of a sudden, you know, you have energy again. It's really fun to do. Derek Holland's going to be up here with us for a lot of it. Everybody from the fan, your morning show, your afternoon show, obviously us. Did you ask Kevin Gray to join us? Yeah, I will ask Kevin Gray, of of course. Yeah, so they they are doing this night show, show. but if he wants to hop on, I definitely. I'm going to send him a text. You'll hear him during crosstalk. Mm -hmm. So I just think that that's great that we're doing. Obviously, Thursday is a day for Cowboys football, a day with your family, a day to, we'll talk about it later on possibly, thank God for the Cowboys so you don't have to talk to family members all that much. (laughs) We're going to do that segment because you have made multiple allusions to that already, Mike. And then Friday, we're back on the air and it's Black Friday. And we're going to be at R.J. Dukes. This is in McKinney off of 75, and that is R.J. Dukes Sports Cards. You need to say more than just R.J. Dukes. They're like, wait, you're going to somebody's house? No, this is a really cool uh, card shop where they're going to be running discounts and Black Friday deals. Take a look at my... Take a look at the phone if you can see I it. I can see all Your of that. Phone. What I'm showing Mike right now is we are going to open a plethora of things on air with the opportunity to give 
those cards away to folks who come up to RJ Dukes. And I'm looking multiple of these one-pack boxes go for more than $200. And we're going to be giving awesome. cards away. And we're going to be there on, on Black Friday on the 25th. And it's $20 off of a $150 purchase. It's $75 off of a $500 purchase. And like Ooh. you said, a whole bunch of free stuff. At RJ Duke Sports Cards, look it up. Uh, they're in McKinney, and come join us on Friday. But my other question to you guys off of this week, too, is I am a Black Friday shopper. So I'm looking up all the deals. like, And these are like for pots and pans, for towels, for at times pillows. Like there's, there's different things. I've been thinking about getting a Tempur-Pedic mattress because Ooh. we do have a Tempur-Pedic but we have a queen bed, and I need a king size bed. I've tried the queen bed with my wife. I just, I just wish that I could have a little bit more bed. But she's just, she's just like, oh, our room's so small, and a king size won't fit. How much? Just, how much space do you have? If have you measured out what? what we used look to like? have a king size bed in there. Yes, a king size fits. It just makes the room look a lot smaller uh-huh. because the bed is a king size bed versus a qu- the house was built in 1911 so bedrooms aren't that big from 1911 houses valid times but, used to be different uh-huh. yes different but times we love our house i love my wife i love sleeping with my wife but i would just like to have a little bit more room in the bed and she's mm-hmm. just kind of talking about the space in the room and everything but i want a black friday shop and get a, like a yes. good mattress on black friday there's like a 40 percent off thing yeah. that tempurpedic is doing and i don't think i'm going to be able to pull the trigger on that my thing to you guys is have you guys ever ventured out for black friday shopping do you guys do a lot of computer black friday shopping so what i used to do this is when i was in college is I would hit all of the Black Friday sales, and that's how I would finance the money that I would have is flipping everything on eBay. And so I would stick with, and this shows you how how dated this, yeah, that's right. How dated this. Did you stand in line like at Block, I mean, at uh, Best Buy, like you waited in line? Yeah, but I always- spend the night, did you? No, but because I went for the lower tier things like video games, DVDs, like, Usually people in line are looking for those big ticket front of the old school advertisement. I was like looking further in because those things were easy to ship too. So you could pick up games that were usually 50 to 60 bucks for 20 or 30 dollars. Flip a quick flip a quick 15 or 20 bucks and move, move, move. So I used to love that. Now, not as much as before because usually you're still like coming down from Wednesday is really difficult. And then got to be back up for all the family stuff on Thursday. Usually on Friday now, I just kind of want to crash. We're doing a show. Don't do that. Usually, not this year. Adrian Adrian does. Adrian's whole, like, she likes to do the Black Friday shopping. And I'm like, all right, go have some fun. Uh, So, no, I have never ventured out. I'm I'm, afraid to. I'm not going to do it this year because a lot of things are online. But I have, in recent past, uh, working this shift is I will usually wake up at like 4.30 or 5 a.m. and I will shop in most stores between 5 a.m. and 9 a.m. aren't very busy, especially because a lot of stores, I know they're they're scaling back on this because of workforce, because of a whole bunch of things. But it used to be like, hey, things are opening up Thursday at 5 o'clock now or Thursday at 7 o'clock. We're opening up for the Black Friday sale that's happening actually on Thanksgiving afternoon and Thanksgiving night. And so what would happen is they would stay open pretty much throughout the night. 
And so I would go to Kohl's at like 6 a.m. Oh, yeah. Nobody would be there. There yeah. wouldn't be a line because I've, I've done before after we're at my parents for uh, Thanksgiving. And they live out in Arlington. So sometimes on the way home, I'm like, hey, let's, especially when the kids were littler, like let's stop and get Lincoln Logs or whatever at Toys R Us. And then I found out that there's a line of 400 people just to get into the store. <laughs> and I'm like, nope, this isn't what I thought it would be. <laughs> yeah. And these aren't that important. My kids can live without those things. Um, and, uh-huh. and so I found out Thursday nights, not really a fun night to yeah. Black Friday shop because of how crazy the stores are. But if you are going to do it, my recommendation, I am a veteran of Black Friday shopping. Mm-hmm. If you Black Friday shop by the time it hits 10 a.m., you're effed because I've actually at times taken it's off true. on Friday and then gone, oh, I won't wake up at 4.30 or 5 in the morning. It's really not fun to wake up that early. Unless you're going to R.J. Dukes. Then that's when the deals begin at It'll 10 a.m. on 10 Friday. Yes. But if you're at the mall, if you're at yeah. North Park Mall or wherever you're at, Hewlin in Fort Worth or whatever, at 10 a.m., the parking lot starts getting pretty full. By noon, it's packed and you have to park a mile away to get there. Yeah. And then you can't move and you can't really see things. And I don't like humans that much to be around that many humans. So <laughs> This might be the only time I recommend valet parking at North Park. I always thought that was the fanciest thing in the world. Is yeah. like, hey, you're at the mall, but we have valet parking. <laughs> well, that's my Mike likes it. I didn't get a Patty Mahomes and I didn't get the TCU, but I know I'll get to Patty Mahomes tomorrow in the football questions and you'll get to TCU on a Tuesday. Here's That's right. And here's something that'll cheer you up. Did you see what Michael Malone, the Nuggets head coach, said about Luka? I just had to tell you this because this quote we love fast breaking against him because his ass stays down on the ground forever. No, he did not say that, Mike. Why would I bring that up? Oh. He said, you're watching film and it's like you're watching a horror movie because you're scared as hell. I thought that was a nice little Oh, and it right takes there. a long time for no, him to finally kill the a, opponent because it, a positive it takes way, him 14 Mike. seconds oh, to make God. a move. I love Luca, but... Do you... Well, the- I get really mad at him. <laughs> we got to go. We're the KNC Masterpiece right here on 105.3 The Fan. Coming up next, the C-Block starring Corey Majors. Let's talk about digs, man. Yeah. Next. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.